Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing the book of Job, still in chapter 2, looking at verses 11 through 13 in the New King James Version. It reads, Now when Job's friends heard of all his adversity that had come upon him, each one came from his own place, Eliphaz from Temanites, Bildad the Shuhites, and Zophar the Naamathite. For they had made an appointment together to come and mourn with him, and to comfort him. And when they raised their eyes from afar and did not recognize him, they lifted their voices and wept. And each one tore his robe and sprinkled dust on his head toward heaven. So they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Again, this is Job chapter 2, verses 11 through 13 in the New King James Version, which titles this uh, section, Job's Three Friends. And the commentary titles Job chapter 2, Job's health is destroyed. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scotts. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. We are continuing again Job chapter 2, looking at verses 11 through 13 in the New King James Version. This is the consolation of Job's friends. His friends visited him to kind of comfort him during his time of loss. Remember, he's lost everything he loved. He lost his his family, his children, his servants. He lost his property. He lost all of his cattle. His wife is still alive, but everything else that he loves, he's lost. And now he has um, been afflicted with sores from the top of his head to the sole of his feet. He's afflicted and uh, he's so disfigured in his affliction that his friends weep when they see him because they couldn't even recognize who he was. But let me read the insight that I've gained from the commentaries. We have an account of the kind of visit which Job's three friends paid to him in his affliction. Their names are Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. And one of the commentaries went as far as to explain where they're from and give some history. So if you're interested, you can always look that up. These men came to Job in his hour of need. The news of his extraordinary troubles spread into all parts. He being an eminent man, both in greatness and goodness, and the circumstances of his troubles being very uncommon. 
And in our world where we can see news while it's happening, we can understand this. Now, they, they probably took a long time for them to get the news of the calamity which had befallen Job, whereas all we have to do is turn on the TV to see calamity in real time. So they heard of his, his problems and they came to comfort him. And thank God for friends like that who will stop what they're doing to come and to come to your aid. Let's see. Job's friends were concerned for him and endeavored to comfort him. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. And I'm sure you've had um, events in your life where maybe your family wasn't close by, but you had good friends who were there to hold your hand, to comfort you, to, to help wipe your tears away. They've become that brother born of adver for adversity. The fact that they met by appointment shows that they were already acquainted with uh, each other and they knew Job and they knew and they felt that, you know, if they came together as a committee, to, they could help better than just one coming after the other and after the other. And even in our time of mourning, uh, people do drop by your house. You know, they want to bring things for you to eat. They want to come for you. And some come in small groups. Some come individually. But they decided to come as, you know, uh, uh, to accompany each other. Their goal was good and noble. They came to be with him, to share his sorrow, which means they were there to mourn with him, and to bring some relief to Job. So they were there to mourn and with him and comfort him. Good people should make appointments among themselves for doing good. So exciting and binding one another to it and assisting and encouraging one another in it. So when we're working together as a group with friends to help those that are mourning, it encourages and it assists, it's exciting, and it also binds us one to another with a common cause. Typical gestures of mourning were to tear the outer garment and throw dust on your head. So that was that time period. And a typical period of mourning was seven days and seven nights. His friends sat on the ground with him for those seven days and for those seven nights, and no one spoke a word. And to uh, me and to the commentator, the commentary, they said, this is a wonderful display of comfort. So when I was reading that, that's what I was thinking. That is a beautiful display of comfort. You just come and you sit. You don't talk. You're just there to, to, to be with that person because you don't know what to say at that time. And they sat for seven days and seven nights without speaking, just being there, just being a comfort for him, just letting him know by their presence that they were there for him. They shared in his afflicted state, acting if they had been similarly afflicted because they sat on the ground seven days and seven nights. They offered no statement except for their compassionate presence. They don't speak. They wait for, for Job to speak. Their silence was probably part of a morning, morning ritual. And that was according to Ezekiel 3 and 15. 
And we will learn later that when they do speak, Job kind of wishes that they would have remained silent. And then the commentary points out that this, at, after this point in the book of Job, there will be 35 chapters of discussion between Job and these friends. Some of it may be wise, some may be like Job, uh, may have to tell him, I need to separate myself from you because you are an offense to me. But we'll see as we study the word. Let's pray. Thank you for your word, Father. We bless your name. We bless your word. Empower us to understand it, to live it, to um, appreciate it. No one likes mourning. No one likes being sad. No one likes loss. But we know all that death is a part of life. We thank you for life, God. We thank you for blessing the work of our hands. As um, Solomon said, we thank you. We praise you. God, so many special needs, you know what they are. There's no way I could list them all. Um, people who need you, but COVID is uh, doing, uh, you know, spreading more. We've had fires. We've had floods. Of course, we're still praying for the people in Miami area. God bless. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.